0: Welcome to episode 18 of the Zucha Wild Podcast. Zuch, our podcast, can finally buy cigarettes in some states, get drafted, and vote. This they is ep- episode I 18. Can't it's
1: been that long. I it know. It like will... yesterday that I was watching Michael Pinnock just throw Hail Mary after Hail Mary on our secondary in Seattle. Our poor Watching poor like secondary. parlay die.
0: Yeah, our, our poor, poor secondary, but it's the end of the season. It I, this what a season it's been. I honestly I, I think this season objectively has been a phenomenal season. And I don't say that a lot. I didn't I didn't really like the COVID season. I thought it was meh. I think some of the years when Alabama was kind of running through teams, it was kind of meh. But I think this year has been fun. And I think what's made it fun is that college football as a sport has been growing so much that I think you got a lot of new eyes onto it. Yeah. So, people like me and you got to, like, share, like, because people were going, like, who is this Butch Jones guy crying? And then it's like, oh, you just opened Pandora's box, man. So, yeah, but it's all coming to a close. But we had two great, two great semifinal games, Zooch. It was something they else.
1: Fantastic. They were both, like – I was, like, nervous in both of them, and I didn't really care who won the game. Like, the Michigan – I mean <clears> – <throat> Michigan finally, like, had their, like, I feel like that was their signature win. Yeah, they beat Ohio State and stuff like that, but to not really be able to move the ball for two and a half quarters, get it with four minutes left and go right down the field and score, it was
0: huge. Yeah, this this game was something. I mean, the Rose Bowl is always awesome. Also, uh, before I start, there's two things I want to say. Um, the first is if Tyler Lewis is listening, that's for you. I'm sorry, JJ McCarthy. I'm sorry, Tyler Lewis, for doubting Michigan. There was a lot this week that I was right about, which I will go into. This is something I was wrong about. I was wrong about Michigan, because JJ McCarthy showed up. But I'm gonna I'm gonna backdoor this a little bit. Michigan did still play with their butts tight. We saw all the special teams mistakes that honestly almost cost them the game. Yeah, that last one where the guy muffed it on the
1: one yard (laughs) line was like I was because I was like talking to Cody and he was like dying laughing because he's like I texted in the group chat and I was like this is going to be hilarious when Michigan scores with like a minute and a half left and then (laughs) has their hearts broken when Alabama scores with 23 seconds left Michigan scores and I swear I thought here we go Alabama's going to have like a drive where Jalen Milroe completes like six straight passes or yep. like on third and like 12 scrambles for a first something like just an Alabama way to win, but they didn't get it done. And Michigan tried to even give it to him then muffing it on the one. I can't believe that guy even tried to catch that ball.
0: No, I'm right telling there. you it's yeah. It's, it's uh it also makes it super funny when uh, it's like Jim's like son or like, nephew who's like the special teams coordinator that yeah. wasn't j j harbaugh He's the special teams coordinator for michigan but honestly other than special teams michigan Mich- michigan's often showed up and uh, jj mccarthy especially showed up i think for all the mccarthy fans over the season and if they're i feel like there weren't many mccarthy fans outside of ann arbor coming into this game this is the game where nfl scouts are going to point to and go this is this is peak mccarthy he can he is the most poised, he can make throws when he needs to. He can run a pro style offense. He's not phased by anything. He can make every throw on the field. The, this was JJ McCarthy's best game of the year. Is is oh, that was, fair to he, say?
1: Yeah, because even like he had that
0: first pass that you could tell he was a little nervous that mm-hmm. was hilarious. Oh, I thought left. the but, I thought the tight buttholes take was gonna knock out of the park. <laughs> oh, I was so ready.
1: <laughs> it was like that was funny. Just in it, in and it of itself, just the first way of the game of interception. You know, Michigan fans are like, like I was watching Dave Fortnoy. Oh my god! Like, oh, he was sitting in the box. Yeah, he was sitting in the box with his mom. And just like, you know, he really cares because, like, he anyone who really cares about a sport, like you have the people who have like the over the top reactions that you're like, okay, like I get it, you're doing it for a stream or whatever. But like, when someone just like starts blinking and it's like speechless that's when you know they're like locked into a game but yeah i mean after that though like most of his passes were like drops or like the guys just didn't get their hands on it i thought he played way better than Jalen milro did Jalen milro had a tough yeah, game he was yeah, actually, buffalo. Yeah, let's,
0: he was the buffalo and i i think he played about the perfect buffalo game like that was the buffalo game it was the highest of highs the lowest of loves, and let's go to Alabama for a little bit. Alabama's defense, I think, I felt played well. It was I just didn't... like something was missing. And I think, I think... it was just like the, I, this is just me, I'll, I'll let you say what it is. I think it was like cohesion on offense, because I think they had the, the talent. I think It was just like they could never get it right. Like they, they're yeah. always almost right on offense.
1: Yeah, always almost right. Couldn't for the first half pass block at all like no that poor
0: center he transferred
1: that <laughs> yeah, was so bad he is no longer with I the did. team
0: there may or may not have been a twitter reply of a certain president saying get him out get him out that a tide fan <laughs> commented under that mean mean twitter was
1: <laughs> fantastic after that, especially with that last play or Noro yeah, I've seen a bunch he of slipped. different stuff. Uh, yeah, of people saying like, "What should have happened on it?" But that play on Twitter was making the rounds,
0: and there were some great, great quotes. I mean, Tommy Reese. It. I mean, see, like, I don't even want to blame it all on that play, but I mean, I don't even think he scores even if that plays, even if the ball snapped well. No,
1: he. I, there was a lot that went wrong. It wasn't just a snap that was wrong on that play. It was a snap. I read that he was supposed to follow the pulling guard, and then someone said it was supposed to be an RPO. So who who knows what exactly the play was supposed to be. I don't think it was supposed to be that, him just running into everybody on the entire Michigan team, but he did, and Michigan got their win.
0: I think that the way you describe that play kind of, I think, encapsulates Alabama's Rose Bowl performance as a whole. It's just like something's off. Like you don't know what. Like, everything looks like it should work. Everything looks good, but it just doesn't work because something's messed up. That was was kind of how they were
1: all year long. Like, I I thought they were going to win, but if you, like, look back at the team this year, like, they looked that way against Texas. They looked that way against USF. They really looked that way against Auburn, which looking back, I wish I would have thought, oh, yeah, like, you know. Yeah, they beat Georgia, but to be playing like that that late in the season against Auburn, who's not good at all, I think that I,
0: th- I should have raised the eyebrow with that. I mean, you just think because over the years, Saban's been able to kind of get things together, and I think when me and you both chose Alabama to win this game, uh, is it safe to say? Because I think I'm trying to reason like why I did pick Alabama too, because I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be wrong, but I think is I was picking Saban, I think I might've stated it before. Like Saban is kind of like the Brady Patriots where yeah. like, you don't pick against the Brady Patriots until like, they've really, really proved that they are like, but, and I'm like, you just keep picking Sabin until he proves otherwise. And he hadn't proved otherwise all year minus the Texas game. And you go, Oh, well that's a playoff team. And he'll get his revenge in the next game. So I don't know. I think Alabama, this, I mean, Alabama didn't play the best, but this is not a case, in my opinion, of Alabama l- losing the game. Michigan won this game. Michigan yeah, said, so, yeah. Mi- Michigan beat them on offense and on defense. It's just because tight butthole Jay Harbaugh and the special teams almost gave it up. In credit, I don't know who the Alabama special teams coordinator is, but he called the game of his life. Is it too bad that they lost? They had the punting team was great. Uh, the, the guy kicked a couple fifty yarders that one guy also Did, have you seen the rounds of the, is it Will Reichert the Alabama kicker yeah have you seen the great clips commercial that's making its rounds on twitter of no, will reichert oh no let me look this up but this is a commercial or an n i l deal he's in and it let's just say let's just say that the internet had its fun making fun of this poor guy oh no Okay, let me see if I can find it. Yep. All right, about to share my screen because it was just not it was it was it was very mean. <laughs> you can imagine what a uh, Twitter was doing with oh, this no. poor guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, it this, and this he was guy. ice
1: cold in the game.
0: He like like. Oh shoot! We got like. Yeah, go for it. He couldn't miss during the yeah, game. Yeah, no, he. I ice in his veins, man. Good, good for Will Riker, leading score in like Alabama history, but can't win against Harbaugh. And Harbaugh. Last thing I'm going to say about this: Jim Harbaugh finally gets over the hump. How about that?
1: He does. It was just, and it's like the most. Jim Harbaugh is one of those coaches. It's fun to watch because, like, he just it'll show him after something bad happens and he just has like a perplexed look on his face like (laughs) 24-7 like he you can tell I cannot imagine being a big Michigan fan and being like all right let's go to the game and you get out there like oh I think we're gonna win like we might lose but we like we should win this game most likely and then it's all, everything's just going wrong. And then you think you're going to get the ball back with a chance to go win. And then you muff that pun at the one. I would
0: have like. Oh, my heart would have sank. My heart would have <laughs> sank. Those three seconds when that ball's on the ground probably would have been like the worst three seconds of my life. <laughs> oh, 33-3. What a game. But let's move on to the other playoff game. Washington we're gonna hide that because I spelt Washington wrong again but Washington versus Texas oh that's twice that's two weeks in a row I spelt Washington wrong I hate this but you know who I don't hate is Michael Penix because me and you have been on him all year uh and he torched Texas's DBs that's what I was right about
1: we some of those throws were like he did torch them but some of those throws were perfect no, like, it, was, um, it was like the one that comes to mind is that I, I want to say it was in the fourth quarter maybe it was the third when he threw it between both safeties for a, that was just like yeah, I don't even know what you would tell your defensive back so I thought for on a lot of those throws like not the very first drive where the guy was like wide open and it was like a 70 something yard gain but they were like playing pretty good coverage like as on them as you can possibly be and he was just putting a ball, the ball to where like you're not
0: You're not stopping legit. He's legit. And what is so funny about Michael Penix is (laughs) I love when people out themselves. Like, oh, you don't really watch, like, football like West of the Rockies, do you? Because there's some people who go on, Michael Penix, this guy's got some zip. It's like, did you watch, like, the Oregon game? Because, I mean, it didn't come as this magnitude, but he made two or three of those exact same throws against – Oregon against USC, like the one at USC where he found the guy, his tight end in the corner of the end zone, is probably like the best throw that he had all year up until this game.
1: Yeah, and he, speaking of this game, I've recently come under attack by Washington <laughs> fans. Yeah, a tweet when they hired Kalen DeVore like three years ago of like, and I don't even remember tweeting it, but. He like goes to do a high five and like they miss and I get, and I tweeted like based on this high five and gave like a five year record pan out of like yeah had was nine and I have like <laughs> Washington fans all over my twitter right now like yeah good prediction bozo How does it feel <laughs> purple ray well
0: that guy that means that tweet has been there since what Caleb Board got hired in 2020 it was so i he's tweeted had it. that book smart for 3 years yeah. i tweeted it
1: and I was like, what the hell are these guys talking about? It was, and I want I you to read the username.
0: I want 11, you to read the username of the person.
1: 112921 is when I tweeted it. And I said, based on the high five, and gave like a record prediction. And Dog for Life said, You, my <laughs> friend, are an amazing predictor. Ha 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 ha. Bow down. That was one of them. And then I got another <laughs> one that was, from 425 dog 60 <laughs> that was great prediction there bud purple rain <laughs> with the simpsons gift and i bowed oh, out to perfect. death row retweeted it so i like didn't even i was like when i first saw him i was like i didn't say anything yeah. bad about washington and like like maybe i like made fun of him during the bsu game but it was like not even that one uh, i'm like basing it off his high five it's clearly a joke
0: but yeah I mean if I was Washington man I would be just as obnoxious and for for a reason they got a great 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 honestly might be the best would you say this Washington team's got the best offense that we've seen since Joe Burrow oh yeah definitely it's
1: better than than at times it looks unstoppable
0: maybe the COVID Alabama but I think in terms like visually like maybe the COVID Alabama put up better numbers but this, like visually, because they don't run the ball a lot, it's just like, oh my goodness, and just like the chunk plays they're able to get, it's, oh my goodness, they might have three receivers taken on the first two rounds next year. Yeah, like it's and it was... insane.
1: <laughs> and they tried their best. I was. Oh yes, that so would have been a. If I was a Washington fan, and I kid you not, I thought whenever Texas got down the field and there was one second left. I was like, this is like a redo of that Nebraska. And then Nebraska? down to the Nebraska. Yep. I was like the redo of the Nebraska. This is a game. I never watch college football again if I'm a Washington <laughs> fan. And we, because you're like thinking the whole time, like, all right, sweet. Like, we got the ball. Like, they're going to get the ball at 18 seconds left. And then that guy gets hurt. And you're like, okay, oh, no. well, they got like 50 seconds or whatever it is. And then, and they got the whole way. field to drive. <laughs> and <laughs> the then, big I big it felt- happens.
0: People forget about the play before the big play that I feel so bad because you know that long snapper that was the longest five minutes of his life. <laughs> There's no way that guy's on scholarship either, but he just decides to smash the guy before the ball gets there. Fifteen yard penalty. Quinn Ewers makes a good throw, and you're just sitting there like, oh my goodness. But yeah, when that second went back on the clock, I immediately was like, Nebraska. Like this is like this is Nebraska all over the all over again, isn't is Nebraska? Yeah all over again. But let's talk Texas. um, Go for it. It's about Texas. Texas, while they lost, they are back.
1: We had a Texas fan offering his kids up to fight Washington. Texas (laughs) is (laughs) back.
0: Texas is back. And I love when the guy says, he goes, yeah, remember me. Remember me. Yeah, I'm sure the 21-year-old in the national championship is going (laughs) to remember the random fan of the team he played. Yeah, I'm sure that's the – that's a, that's a real smart thing to say, but yes, Texas is back. Uh, but they weren't back in this game. Uh, I I did like how the Texas DD line played. They were, they were my Buffalo last week. I think they did a great job of stuffing the run. Um, I think, like you said, this was just, I, I don't even think their DBs are bad. I, I think yeah. their, their DBs are fine. I think, but fine DBs can't beat. Elite three elite receivers. I mean, Washington right. has three receivers that could be number ones at 90% of all of the schools.
1: Especially when Michael Penix was as on as he, like, the, it was just, I mean, up in, he completed, like, 18 straight passes, and then that tree shouldn't have been broken, but the running back dropped one that he was, like, yeah, wide open for, but it was just, like, I mean, every, I mean, you saw it at the end of the game that they were in that, like, deep play, and the guy was wide open, and yeah. he threw it, like, 60 yards in the air, and it mm-hmm. would have been a touchdown, probably, without the P.I., and it was just, like, they really couldn't get, like, I think they were so, they had to drop so many people into coverage because those guys were getting so open that that's what affected them getting to
0: him because – yeah. They couldn't blitz because they then you just blitz. get the one-on-ones. Yeah,
1: you get the one-on-ones and someone was going to be more wide open than they already were. So
0: Yeah. I think the last thing I'm going to say about this game is talk a little bit about Quinn Ewers. I think this can be used as a good learning tool for him. Because while I didn't think he played terrible, good is not the word I would use to describe yeah. his performance. I thought he played fine. But when you're the quarterback at Texas and you've shown that you, you can play like the best quarterback in the Big 12, and you're playing in the playoff, fine quarterback play doesn't, at least with this Texas team, maybe unless you're a saving Alabama team, fine quarterback play doesn't win you a natty anymore. Like, the years of the Jake Cokers are almost all but over. I guess Stetson Bennett is a little bit of the outlier, kind of in the last decade. But but he
1: played great in those big games, like better than...
0: Jake Coker would. Yeah, or b- better than yours did. But Texas is back. I do think they're going to be good next year. Um, although, last thing I will actually say is who to whoever tweeted the picture of the monster from Monsters, Inc. and said, so, and said, this is Sark. <laughs> jail. Yes. You need to go to jail. I'm not even going to show it because it's so mean. But... It's the orange monster with the horn with the 2116 or whatever the code was. And someone <laughs> said, This is Sark. Yeah, and yeah, it was just not okay.
1: We need during college football playoff, especially next year when it's a 12 team playoff and there will be even more memes. We need Elon Musk to be on Twitter like, All right, your, your account has to go until the playoffs are over. <laughs> yeah, you can't, <laughs> you can no longer. The tweeting stuff. We had the Trump get him out of here with the center. Yeah. We had the Sark the Monsters in Guy. There was many more that we can't say on like out loud because they were just way over the top. We had it was just bad. Bad it was world. very bad. It's
0: college football fans. It, 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 they are the craziest bunch of fans ever and that's why I love it. But uh very last game, Zoog, the Natty. Let's preview a little bit just quickly. Uh we got Washington Versus Michigan. Uh, I think this game comes down to, again, is can Washington prove they are tough? And they, I think they prove they are tough enough to beat a Texas. Michigan is the toughest team in the country in terms yeah. of running the football, playing straight-up defense, going, this is what we played, beat us. And it, I think it's going to take another generational game by Penix to win.
1: I do, too, and I think Michigan – I think Texas is a little different than Michigan because their defense isn't nearly as good as Michigan's. Is like I was surprised that Michigan, like I tweeted that or sent to you guys on the group chat the flaw before the yeah. game started. And said yeah, the big 10.
0: Big Ten speed. <laughs> yeah. so, again, not okay. That is so. <laughs> there's there are kids who work their whole life to to play Division One football. There's there, there's some poor wide receiver who probably saw that at Minnesota and went ah. Yeah, he was heartbroken he, yeah. he was rowing the boat and got heartbroken <laughs> he the
1: boat. but uh i think michigan's game plan is going to be take their time like yeah. i think michigan's going to want to go on like five six minute drives like they'll take their shots every once in a while but i think michigan kind of like in that game the other day like i don't michigan didn't i mean i know they tried like the flea flicker at that one point and it got all messed up that would, was was going to be a pretty big play if it had worked out. But there, I don't see them as taking a ton of deep shots. And I know Washington's pass defense is like 118th or whatever it is. But I think part of that is, too, that Washington was up by so much in a lot of their games that teams were throwing it 55 times a game. It wasn't, you know, Washington was winning every game, like USC. Like, oh, if we're going to win, it's going to be 55-49. Washington was up 49 to. Twenty at halftime or 49-14 and, and teams would come out throwing it. So I think that, like you said, I think Washington is going to have to score, not on every drive, but I think Washington is going to have to be very very productive when they're
0: on offense. And they have been all year, so maybe they can
1: I think they're going to have to be
0: productive it, but... on offense and chaotic as I think is the word I'm going to use on defense. And I'm going to say it again. I think Michigan is still prone to playing with a tight butthole. Um, I think J.J. McCarthy proves that he is the real deal. So I'm not going to lump J.J. McCarthy in that. But I think Michigan still proves that they can play with a tight butthole. And I think that Washington has to be chaotic on defense and special teams. And maybe, yeah. the, maybe, the, maybe the chaos is handed to them by Michigan. Maybe Michigan has an unforced error. Then Washington needs to capitalize. Washington is the underdog in this, so I think turnovers, it, it sounds so cliche to say, but I do think Washington's going to need an unforced error for Michigan. Like one of those classic Harbaugh team big moment, like a guy who never messes up, like a Blake Corum fumble, or yeah. like a blocked punt, like something absolutely wild like that's going to need to happen for I think Washington to win. Uh, for Michigan, I think J.J. McCarthy needs to have another great game. Like Alabama. And I think if the DBs of Michigan are ready for the challenge, because the, the, the DBs for Michigan are good. Like they, they, there's NFL talent on that defensive back. It's not, they're not Texas defensive backs. They're solid. So I think Jay, but again, this rides on JJ McCarthy. Like it, it, it really does. And it, it, it's on him because Blake Corum, you know, you can do that like five, six minute drive stuff. If, if Michael Penix is on, he, he's on. And then right. you're playing Washington's game. J.J. McCarthy has the ability to let Michigan dictate the pace of play.
1: Right. I just hope that Washington – I'm not as worried about Michigan doing it because I think Michigan can really only play the way they play. Like there's no other way for them to play. I just hope Washington doesn't come out and try to change up what has worked for them for – 13 games or 14 games, mm-hmm. whatever they are, 14 and 0. Do what you've been doing. Come out, throw it a bunch. You don't need to rely on the running game. Make them stop uh, your receivers. Make them stop Michael Penix. Even if, like, the first couple of drives, like, they are. Keep keep those guys running deep down the field and see if you can tire them out. Because I don't think Michigan is used still to playing a t- – I think that team – like Alabama, yeah, they have some like playmakers on offense, but they don't have the receivers Washington does. And I don't think Michigan has still seen an offense like Washington's that is I gonna close spread you out like that. Like the, who is the, the best clo- quarterback Michigan has played this year?
0: I don't I don't know about best quarterback, but the most similar offense is the Ohio State offense. And Ohio State was driving for a chance to was it win or tie the game? Like that's probably the best Yeah, I think it was
1: to I Don't remember, but it was, yeah, the end of the yeah, game. So One of
0: the two Ohio State played Michigan well, and uh, was Washington has a better quarterback than McCord, who we will get into later. But uh, yeah, uh, last thing about this game, Zuch, we got a five 4.5 Sp- Michigan's favorite in it. Who do you got winning, and does Washington cover?
1: I think. I'm going to go with Michigan to win. I just feel like it's set up for them to win this year. But I'm not, like, confident in that. Like, I'm not, like, over the moon. Like, oh, I think Michigan's definitely going to do it. I think Michigan will be able to score a little bit more now that they've played a game than they did. I think last week a lot of that was, like you said, nerves. But I think part of it, too, was there's such a long gap. I mean, they played Iowa – the week after Thanksgiving, right? So, like, December Mm -hmm. 1st, whatever it was. That game, they waited a month to play another game. Like, that's a long time to go without, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And you know that they're not doing, like, fall camp type stuff, really, because it's – you don't want to get people hurt. Does Washington cover, though? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say Michigan wins. 34 to 28.
0: Okay. And, you know, Michigan, you you flip me. Not. (laughs) I think Washington wins this game. I think Washington wins this game for a couple reasons. I do think Michigan's going to have that unforced error. I do think there is going to be some, you know, crazy thing that happens on the Michigan team that shouldn't happen and usually doesn't happen because Michigan's good. I think J.J. McCarthy plays fine, but he doesn't play like at an elite level. Like I think he's he's gonna have a solid game, a good game, but I don't think, and it's gonna come down to I think Washington's. I, 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 this is gonna be a Michael Penix coming out party. This is gonna be the game I think that gets Michael Penix drafted like twenty places too high, like to the Raiders or something. Like, I this is Michael this. Thanks on the Raiders. I, this I, is, Michael this is like the total. Like, Mark Davis watches this game, goes, We got to get that guy, man. Oh boy, look at him throw that ball.
1: Lefty. Uh, see, I see. I can't wait for the draft because you know that's going to come up. Him being a lefty. Like, <laughs> yeah. they like, It's still like, I love the draft just because it's hilarious to watch people like talk about it. And like, they talk about the same. Like, if you think about like, however many years like they don't do it as much now but like system quarterback used to be a huge thing yeah whenever they'd be like he didn't take snaps under center and then yep (laughs) you would be watching the NFL and you're like
0: Dude, like no, everything is in a shotgun <laughs> or pistol now. What do you? Who cares if he didn't? It take also a snap is on like the it's their job now. Like you don't right. think an NFL coach is going to be like, yeah, you're just going to take snaps every day for like four months. Like this is your right. job. Like take it seriously. And uh, it's just it it is beyond me. But yeah, that, that's our Natty preview. So I guess we're gonna see who's right. I got Washington. Zuch, you got um uh, Michigan. We're, we're gonna Amazing see. Amazing blue. Uh, we're gonna do a quick NY6 uh recap. Um, but before, Zuch, uh, I'm just going to give you 30 seconds to um, uh, talk to Penn State fans who may have thought that Ole Miss was going to lose. You have 30 seconds. Oh, was, Anything you want to say. The
1: funniest part about that is, and I'm, I don't know if I sent it to you or not, but someone had taken a photo of a, a Penn State fan texting, like, his girlfriend or wife or whoever it was, and he's like, they've started an SEC chant, but it's okay because I have thick skin. <laughs> that was a great one. And another, the best one though, <coughs> was the Penn State fan who was like, "We're gonna lose this game, not in one way. Like they're gonna beat us on the field, but their girls are ten times better looking." <laughs> <than>
0: <laughs> no! girls. Oh, and no. the Ole Miss
1: fans used that one on Twitter multiple times. The
0: Ole Miss, it's been, well, a, yeah. it's been a good year to be an Ole Miss fan. 11, 11 wins, losses like to said- Georgia and Alabama. That's all you want for Ole Miss in, in in this, like, version of the playoff or, like, in the four-team. That's all Ole Miss can ask for. You win a New Year's Six, you'll, you'll probably be ranked within the top ten postseason. You know, you'll be happy. But I, New Year's Six was very good for, for me predicting games. I went four for six predicting. Only two I got wrong was the Rose Bowl. And I can't believe I'm doing this, Zooch. I can't believe I'm going to have to do this. Eli Drinkowitz my okay. cap wait happened. no no i did pick mizzou to cover though so got. To, thank you eli i i but yeah my tap i got a, i i was shitting on mizzou all year i shadow mizzou all year and you proved me wrong okay i know now now some people may say well ohio state didn't take it seriously and had like 10 guys sitting out i wouldn't say that this is just what some people are saying so yeah, that, that was awesome. Eli, Eli Drinkowitz is a good coach for, for Mizzou. I think Mizzou would, does need to do, like, the Old Miss strategy of just, like, ah, make a New year six and have fun.
1: Yeah, especially at the sport, the twelve team win will be a little interesting, specifically for Ole Miss next year. I think the expectations
0: are they better be in that from – Yeah, because you can be a third-place SEC team and probably get in. Yeah, and, like,
1: the media is high on them right now because of which they did have someone transfer today, which we'll talk about. We'll talk
0: about that in like five in a little minutes. bit. But
1: I'm glad the playoff games were good because that Old Miss Penn State game was the best non-playoff wow. New Year's Six game and it wasn't like I felt like Old Miss was pretty much in control for the whole
0: time. The At least whole three time.
1: Quarters. Yeah. So I mean the Liberty started out oh, strong. Yes.
0: Yeah, let's get into that. Uh, Liberty. Liberty biberty as Speaking I of me,
1: whoever said that the Liberty quarterback looks like <laughs> the
0: bad guy from Jingle All the Way with the helmet on? Me, also me. <laughs> well, I mean his his helmet makes it look like he's fifty inches taller than he actually is. But Zuge, you got the text after like at halftime of the Fiesta Bowl of just I said Liberty almost. Has almost killed the G5 chance of playoff because all the smooth brains out there were like, Oh, this is gonna the G5 can't play. No, maybe like Liberty sucks and was like the fourth best G5 team, like SMU and Tulane, probably Memphis, all would have been better. I agree, and but I do with these new, I also don't want to hear it, Conference USA, like, don't like. Stop. Never. We should never let a Conference USA team into an important bowl game again.
1: (laughs) Well, I was going to ask you, do you think these executives of these teams that sponsor bowl games, or sorry, these companies that sponsor bowl games are happy the 12-team playoff is coming? Because this year, there's not a lot of fans at that fiesta bowl. I saw a thing of the pregame tailgate, and there was nobody there. That was a blowout. The Florida State-Clemson game was a blowout. Yeah. Um, I just think that if that continued and it was four teams, you would start seeing sponsors not want to put in that much money with guys, like, opting out and stuff like that. I mean, like, any other year, if you had Florida State and Georgia in an Orange Bowl without the transfer portal and Mm opt-out and stuff like that, you would be licking your chops as a mm-hmm. executive of who is it? discovered. don't they do the Orange Bowl? Yeah. yeah, they did at one point. I don't know who exactly like as the sponsor of it now, but when that yeah, that man, many people sit out, like, and I know there's still a lot of Florida State fans there, but also is in Miami, so like you're gonna
0: have Florida yeah, State fans was, coming to the game. It's interesting. I it's tough. I I I don't think it's because of like the poor play. I I don't think a group of five, I, I think Liberty is a sham of a program and like a football program. I, I think they're like, if, if you look up fraud in the dictionary, it's Liberty. You play the weakest schedule. You just pump money into a team. Cause you play crap conference USA. I, th- I think Jamie Chadwell is a good coach. I think that's probably the only reason why they made it that far, but I I, I don't, I don't think the 12 team playoff is going to solve the like, bowl game issue because they're not doing like bowl games as all playoff games. They're still doing the um, uh, what's it called? Like they're going to have home playoff games that morph into the two games that are the playoff and then goes into a national championship game while the other four games are just regular New Year's six. So yeah, I, I still love New Year's six. I do also think that Liberty, I like that, that visual of the fiesta bowl was very pathetic I, think I thought they just, would have
1: more fans there. Honestly, I was I like, "Oh, like." I think
0: it was just the perfect storm of Oregon, even though they're a big fan base, being a little disappointed because you go, "Man, we couldn't beat one team, and that's why we're not playing for a Natty." There just happens to be one team in our conference, <laughs> and you have Liberty, who, like I said, is a sham of a program and is across the country. Uh, so, oh well. But yeah, speaking of shams of programs. Uh Miami still can't find a quarterback in the transfer portal. (laughs) They went all in on Cam Ward, man. And he released his like four second long. I'm going to the NFL. I love that. Love that. (laughs) As a Cam Ward guy myself, I love that. Just I am going to the NFL draft. Thank you. But uh yeah, a lot on the transfer portal. Some uh a lot of quarterback transfer news. You got Will Howard now at Ohio State, Kyle McCord now at Syracuse. Uh I guess, and and any other quarterback news I'm missing, Zuch? I know there's the one from Boise State, but other than that? He's going to immediately get back on the plane when he's... Okay, yes. So for those of you who didn't see, Malachi Nelson, former number one recruit in the country, uh, shocked a lot of the college football world by saying he was taking his first official visit to Boise for Boise State. And it's so funny, as as we're obviously Boise fans, you read the comments, it, it, the comments of those give you a good gauge of like where people think Boise is. And it's kind of split. Like there's a lot of people who go like, this guy's an idiot. And then like in, in the reply, it'll be like, well, you know, actually like Boise's pretty good. And then another guy would be like, I, I thought they haven't been good in like 10 years. And then another guy would be like, oh, they like won their conference. And someone's like, oh, I didn't know that. So that's like kind of like the, it, it's nice to see what people think outside of like my little Bronco bubble. Just to kind of get dueling perspective, but Malachi Nelson took his official visit to Boise, and uh, man, if Boise gets Malachi Nelson, you will see the playoff hype train because there is still that one spot grow. I
1: penciled the Oregon roof.
0: game as a win.
1: I'm penciling yes. it as a win <laughs> until I was not penciling it until as a win until we got a five star who has never played a down of football at college. I don't think with an arm injury became our quarterback, or possibly became our quarterback, and then I penciled it in
0: as a win. He penciled it in as a win. Uh, I guess the things – so I've known about Malachi since high school when he was playing at Los Alamitos down in Southern California. Um, but he – nothing, all the cons about Malachi, I I don't see watching a highlight tape. Like, none of them – like, I, I don't know how this guy was a third string. Like, it couldn't have been physical talent because he, he can make every throw. So – I saw some people say like, oh, like maybe he doesn't want to try. Maybe it's like the injury. Maybe he just didn't want to be at USC. And like, I could totally understand like quitting on USC last year because they suck. So like, who knows? I'm not going to be one of those guys who say, oh, Malachi Nelson sucks. Yeah, he hasn't played a down of college football. And he was a five-star recruit. I'm going to give him the benefit of a doubt of him being really good until he proves otherwise.
1: Well, I think too with him and I I don't remember if it was you or Troy I was talking to it about, I think you're going to see a lot more of those five- and four-star guys going to schools like Boys State. It's the trickle-down. Because so many schools are, like Oregon, for example, their last – You can't hoard talent. You you can't hoard talent and their last – even before Bo Nix came there, like they've been getting transfer quarterbacks for years now, but even more so Mm -hmm. now where it's like – all right, we had Bode next for our two years. Let's we're gonna go get Dylan Gabriel, have him for a year. Next year we'll look around and yeah, whoever's gonna be available. You know and, what? Because you have the two transfer rules, so it's like yeah, you know well, what? The, I the I last guy too, is
0: the last guy that they recruited and started was Justin Herbert because the guy after Herbert was a transfer, and then they had even before Herbert they had the Vernon Hargraves guy from Eastern Washington. But I I a hundred percent agree. With the fact that a lot of these programs, this is when people say like slow down, the NIL will like self-correct. It's like I don't think boosters in the next couple of years are just going to throw a ton of money at transfers because they see that they can just transfer again now. And I also right. I also think, like you said, that when you have these teams that just can always pluck like the best quarterback, like, oh, we're just going to get the best quarterback every year. If you're an 18 year old, you're going to go screw that. Like I'm gonna try to play and then be that guy, and then if you're a team like Boise, you can be like, well, hopefully he only needs to play like one or two years and we can win, and then he can go to the NFL. Like that's like you can take a shot on a guy like Malachi Nelson, who I bet Malachi I don't know what he's thinking, but a lot of people are saying like, oh, he'll just go to Boise and transfer out after a couple of years. Well, that means he played really, really well, or he was an absolute dud. So if he played really, really well, that means Boise was winning, which I take. <laughs> And if he was a dud, he's a dud. All so, right. it, I don't know. Uh, it, the transfer portal's fun. And we're going to end the transfer portal's talk on Zooch. Thoughts on Quinshawn Judkins Transferring. Okay, so. Entering the entering the portal from a
1: So, the way this happened was, I was been looking at wedding venues all day today. We show up to the first one. I went to bed too late last night. I was already tired. Literally, as we pull into the place, I get the Brett McMurphy, old Miss Star running back Quinchon Juggins has entered the transfer portal. I'm like, great. Now I can't like immediately go on Twitter because I have to pay attention to all this stuff that's going on. That they all the Vinny's look the same to me, basically, is what I'm getting at. But I saw it and I don't think it's like now that it's not a big deal. I've been on Quinchon Juggins for a while. I tell you guys about him all the time, how good I think he is and stuff. That being said. I think that Ole Miss and the, the Grove Collective, which is their big NIL thing, made the smarter move of making sure they had a good quarterback and Jackson Dart. I think a quarterback is way more important than having a good running back in college or pro. Beefed up the defensive line. I mean, if you told me Ole Miss is going to keep Jackson Dart, Trey Harris is going to be really good, they're going to have the number one receiver, and like – uh Making sure that the defensive line is all like bundled up. Like they have, I think, the number one, number two defensive line, like PL and number one defensive end. So, yeah,
0: it'll be interesting. When Sean Juggins
1: can leave, like I don't, and I also read there's a lot of like, it was a team thing because he wasn't happy with how he was being used and now he wants. Like one guy said, he wanted three times his NIL evaluation, which was his NIL evaluation was like five hundred thousand. So, so he, he wanted like a one
0: six figure, a seven figure deal.
1: Yeah, like if he wants one point five million, he's not.
0: He can't know, get like, that at Ole Miss.
1: Yeah, and I feel like you can maybe not completely replace him because yes, he is very good, but Lane Kiffin's offenses are never bad, so it's not like he's gonna. <clears throat> Like him leaving, like I don't bring down my expectations much for what I think they're going to do next year because he That's is fair. leaving. And if he That's was fair. like, I mean, I saw like stuff like when Jackson Dart was like getting into it with Lane Kiffin on the sideline, people were saying that that was because yes. he wanted Judkins out of the game because he wasn't, like, listening. Something was going on. And, like, that may be... You you
0: see the Tom Brady post that he made, a little sly remark at Judkins. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, especially if Judkins ends up going to, like, an SEC school that, like, could possibly compete against Ole Miss. That'll be a fun game to watch. But Transfer Portal, always... Always always exciting, and uh Lang Kiffin seems to be the master at it uh, I, I love how he he just posts like um, the, like he knows every everything is going on in rebel world, and everyone's freaking out and then he just posts like his fishing post like his picture well, <laughs> like I
1: he just posts the fishing
0: picture <laughs> and I don't know how
1: uh, true it was well, let me go to that account that I saw it on I saw that. Now one of the rumors is uh, Jace McClellan is going to enter the transfer portal from Alabama, and that's who Ole Miss is going to get. Jace McClellan, like the the Alabama running back, Tide Nation will not be happy because <laughs> <laughs> he's a, it'll be his sixth year, I think, maybe his fifth. But he, one of the two, and it just i mean i get it from Quenchon juggins point of view too he probably saw a lot of guys coming in and getting money and stuff but you're a running back dude like sorry like you're more easily replaceable than three really good defensive linemen a really good quarterback and receivers like you're Mm -hmm. easier to replace
0: yeah i i totally get that all right let's uh Quickly end the show with Hilo Buffalo. Let's go Hilo Buffalo, individual performances in the natty. Uh, I will start it off. First one is Rome Adunze. I had him last week, but James Polk was the guy. I think Rome Adunze is going to be the guy again. Double dipping, picking him twice in a row. I think Rome Adunze is going to have a great game. Talking over 100 yards receiving, touchdown or two. I I think Rome Adunze is going to take over the game at one.
1: Romaduzzi, he's your high. My yes. high is going to be Colston Loveland.
0: The Idaho guy, right on.
1: I, I think he's going to be able to get open and really benefit from some play action.
0: Yeah, that, that if, if Michigan can, can get the ball moving, Loveland. He, Loveland seems to be the king of the flag route. Like the play action flag route, it seems I I and he always gets hit low. I think he, I always just wince because I think he's going to shred an ACL every time he gets hit. But he's good. Loveland is very very good. Part of the reason why a lot of people have Gatlin Bear to Michigan is because of Colston Loveland. So very interesting to see. Uh, my low kind of alluded to it before is Michigan special teams again. I think they mess up again. I I, I know like that makes no sense. Because I know that like they're probably drilling like special teams in this week. <laughs> I think they're gonna mess up again. And I I I am fully prefacing this. This is straight gut feeling. There's no logic in this whatsoever in this like choosing. But yeah, I got Michigan special teams. That's my low again. So my low, and I
1: think it's cause they're gonna have to throw it more than expected. He's had a pretty good he had a great run the other day. Blake Corum, I think he's going to have an okay game, but not anywhere
0: near like being the MVP of the game. Okay, so you're pretty much predicting a J.J. McCarthy MVP. Yeah, I think J.J. McCarthy is going to
1: have fair to throw enough. it,
0: and I think he'll be fine. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, my Buffalo of the game, and I alluded to them before, are the Michigan DBs. They control more than any other group probably minus the Washington passing attack, control the game. Because if they step up and play, Washington is so hosed. Like if if, if Washington can't win one-on-ones, they are hosed. So if yeah. the Michigan DBs lock up and they're, they're a good bunch and they played well against Bama, I, I, I don't think they've played a challenge like Washington. I know they're up to the challenge because they always got talent. But yeah, Michigan DBs are my Buffalo.
1: So my Buffalo is the same thing. Michigan DBs, if they're not on their game, it's going to be a because I don't know that Michigan's going to can get down like 21 to 3 and come back.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think they can either. Although, un- unless Kalen DeBoer plays weird again because he's like the classic like can't run out the clock guy that's yeah. the one thing you get you get scared <laughs> about about washington is that it's like those old school chip kelly teams just like dude just run out the clock but right. he he's like i don't know what to do it's like the movie speed with keanu reeves he's like he can't go under 45 miles an hour or whatever he just he always has to go so <laughs> oh my goodness but what a season now
1: it'll that's be over week.
0: The, the next episode is going to be the postseason show. It
1: will. And I – did you say we can end on this? If you told no, me
0: – I want to get one more thing in. Uh, we Possibly – announcement will be posted next week. Might be doing a live reaction. So there might be a, Sh- a Zucha Wild podcast show up on Tuesday of next week because we want that live raw reaction. It will only be about a 15, 20-minuter. But there may be one posted post-national championship game. Announcement's coming on the Settle Down Instagram page if that's happening. Zooch, what do we end it on?
1: If you told me, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you saw this video, that Jim Harbaugh's, Jim Harbaugh's father was actually just Jim Harbaugh dressed as an old man, <laughs> I would have believed That is the most shocking resemblance
0: I've ever seen in the entirety. I, mean, I also think like... he kind of explains John Harbaugh like so well because he's just like such an opposite like you can just tell like what is, it, it, it's something from a, it was part of my take and it was like yeah like John Harbaugh is probably like one of the most low-key toughest guys ever even though he never shows it because he just grew up with a complete psychopath in Jim Harbaugh <laughs> as his brother
1: it was, I was laughing at that video first, so because when I first saw it I thought it was Jim Harbaugh with his mom <laughs> and I oh "No, this guy's like older who who is it it's, like, oh, it's the, father. the same same glasses like where's the same like kind of m hat kind of m hat at like bo Schmickler war in like 19 yeah. like 61 <laughs> <laughs> so, great, like, yeah. looking forward to the national title game at I guess a lot of people expected Michigan to be there and some people expected Washington, but
0: it's a nice change. It's
1: not, a nice change It's, it nice it's going to be a unique Georgia, champ. So.
0: Having a unique champ or just having like a unique team in it last year. Like I, I felt like TCU in it last year was, all, it, it was fun. So right. yeah, we got, we're got. we going to have a unique champ. Um, a monster will be created because we will have a unique champ. So just get ready for that. There will be a monster fan race created and just taking the last game of what was a great year. This was a great year. Take it all in, Zuch. Anything else? Nothing else.
1: Not looking forward to these next nine-ish months of no college football. After my...
0: That is what the uh, recruiting portal and off-season storylines are for. And college basketball following John Rothstein, or Joe Rothstein's for. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for uh, listening. And uh, we will see you next week. Godspeed.